This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. Usually people get down around 3 to 5 p.m., and then they'll start snacking. That's because there's a lack of energy. So cleansing is going to help that. So if you have a very strong flora, you don't have what's called the candida fungus that grows into your intestine. And candida basically survives on sugar. So if it's present, it's going to send a craving for sugar. If you cleanse properly, you shouldn't have any cravings like those. Welcome to The Tonic. I'm your host, Jamie Busson, and we're here to talk about your health and wellness. Today, we'll learn about the health benefits of digestive cleansing. We'll dispel nutrition myths for Canadians living with diabetes. We'll find out about reclining chairs. And lastly, we'll talk about the top new superfoods. But first, a little bit of business. NutriPure is a Canadian company which formulates and manufactures natural health supplements over and above industry standards. Since 1989, it set itself apart by providing a line of products that not only reduce symptoms, but target the causes of specific health conditions. In addition to its offering of superior products, NutriPure has always been there for its clientele with around-the-clock customer service led by health professionals. Reach out to their experts on social media and ask about their cleansing programs. Fluxobile and Hepatol for liver health, Intestfibe for colon, and Ingest for kidney. NutriPure, your health is their commitment. Alexander Leon is the second generation at NutriPure and has participated in the family business throughout her life. She's earned two university degrees in science at McGill before returning to take on the quality assurance department at NutriPure. She's now the public face of NutriPure and travels across Canada to participate in consumer shows. Her goal is to develop a close connection and better understanding of people's needs in order to offer the best formulated products possible. Welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm very good. Yourself? I'm doing excellent today. So, you know, it's spring and it's officially spring now. And when it's spring in the health and wellness industry, we turn our minds to spring cleaning And we're going to talk about a spring cleaning of sorts today, aren't we? Yes, we are. We're going to talk about digestive cleansing specifically. And I guess what most people want to know to start is, you know, what should they be accomplishing? Like, what's the goal when doing a detox cleanse? Uh It's interesting that you say that we're focusing on detox digestive cleanse. Detox to start off with, you're talking about the digestive system no matter what. Okay. So when you're doing a detox cleanse, your goal is to eliminate your toxins from your body. And the way to do that is to target three main digestive organs. So liver and gallbladder, kidney and colon. So you're really activating those organs. It's going to affect other parts of your body, but those are the ones that you're activating. So the goal is really to eliminate your toxins by activating those organs. Okay. And why those organs specifically? Okay. So the liver is basically the filter of your blood system. So all of the blood is going to go through your liver. So any type of toxins that is part of your body that needs to be eliminated needs to be going through the liver in order to being transferred into your intestinal tract and being released or then after going through the kidney and then being eliminated through the kidney. So the liver is the first step. Mm -hmm. The liver is also responsible for 750 functions. So you're talking about uh, breaking down nutrients and drugs or hormones. 
storing vitamins and fats, uh, secreting hormones and enzymes. So in order for all those functions to work properly, you really have to have an optimal liver. So if you don't change the filter, you don't make sure that the filter is clean, those functions aren't going to work properly. Now, on the other side of the kidney and the colon, those are elimination sites. So they're always in contact with toxins. So it's very important that those toxins are eliminated properly. If the toxins stay in those areas, it does kill the natural flora that exists. I'm not going to go into natural flora and what it does, but basically it's very important for general health. So if you have toxins that build up and stay there, then you can have longer term issues and your general health is affected. Right. And, and just for the listeners who are wondering what that means with, with the flora, we're talking about, you know, to simplify the good bacteria that help your body do what it needs to do, because not all bacteria is bad. We have a symbiotic relationship with exactly, a lot of bacteria, yeah. with a lot of good bacteria. And, and, you know, when you hear about probiotics, et cetera, that, that's essentially what they're referring to. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you're trying to keep those alive, yeah. Okay, so I know, you know, like, you know, you work out, you go to yoga studios, and you hear people touting cleanses. They talk about it in terms of losing weight. Is that what it's really about, though? It's not a weight loss program on its own. So cleansing shouldn't make you lose 10 pounds. If it does, you're harming your body. You will lose on its own. So when you do, let's say you do a 10-day cleanse, uh, you will lose like one to two pounds. And that's because... You're getting rid of the accumulated waste, bloating, uh, swelling, so so water retention and things like that. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't promote fat loss. It doesn't burn fat. You're not reducing your fat weight. You're reducing your weight in general. Right. So we shouldn't conceptualize a cleanse as like a quick weight loss program. It's not like it's not like fighters who like try and drop weight in a week. Right. Like it's not like that. That's not what it's about. Exactly. It's not a quick, but it will help you long term lose weight. So when you cleanse, one of the big major things that it does for weight loss is it cuts craving. So when you cleanse, you have a much better nutrient absorption, which means that you're directly affecting or eliminating your nutrient cravings, which means, for example, your body realizes that it needs fat, so it sends you a signal, go eat fat, you eat fries. I mean, it can't really tell you that to eat good fats, that's that's a right. like a moral judgment on your part. But, uh, <laughs> it tells you to go eat fats. Or a weakness, depending on, on your willpower, but yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So it does help also, cleansing helps your sleep quality and your quantity of sleep that you get, and to maintain your a constant energy level throughout the day. So it helps also to reduce energy craving. So let's say you get, like usually people get downs around 3 to 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. and then they'll start snacking. Yep. So that's because there's a lack of energy, right? It's either you're not sleeping properly or your energy level is just not constant. So cleansing is going to help that. It also helps, like you were talking before, the flora. Mm-hmm. So if you have a very strong flora, you don't have what's called the candida fungus that grows into your intestine. And candida creates basically a survival on sugar. So if it's present, it's going to send a craving for sugar. So it really, like, if you cleanse properly, you shouldn't have any cravings like those. Okay. So who would you recommend cleansing for? Is it for everybody? It is for everybody to certain degrees. Okay. Um, Obviously, you know, there's pollutions, there's pesticides, there's chemicals around. You can't really, well, you could avoid those, but even if those weren't present, I think the part that people forget is that the body has a liver because it needs to filter things. So it's naturally 
it's there because the body naturally creates toxins on its own. So, for example, hormones. Okay, so let's say you take a menopausal person, woman. Mm -hmm. They get surges of estrogen, right? So the estrogens are much more than, than it needs to be. It's in the blood system. It goes through the filter of the liver. It needs to be broken down and then eliminated, right? Mm-hmm. But if your liver is not capable of doing that, it stays in your system. So that's why some people will have very intense hot flashes compared to others because their liver is just not functioning properly. Okay. okay? So same thing if you have, let's say, um, stress is another good example. Yep. So stress causes tension, which causes uh, less oxygen that flows through your body. So people who are very stressed have a higher lactic acid profile. Yep. Uh, so basically you're acidotic. Your body is acidic. And that's a problem. So your body has, your liver has to break down the lactic acid in order to eliminate properly or transform it. Same thing with free radicals. Free radicals are naturally occurring in the body to a certain extent. And the liver and the kidneys have as a function to supply internally antioxidants to deal with those free radicals. So if you're not cleansing properly, those are not happening. Now, I presume you would recommend that if somebody's on medications or if they are on some sort of health program or if they have a disease, they should probably check with their practitioner first before undertaking a cleanse, yeah? Yes, yes, of course. Usually, if you don't have any issues with your liver and your kidney or anything like that, it should not be problematic, but I'm saying that with a lot of reserve. Yeah. Yes, of course, you have to go see your your doctor for that, yes. And, you know, you're recommending this for adults, right? Like, we're, we're not talking about kids today. And is there an upper limit? Can anybody, um, like, like, if you're in your 80s or 90s, could you cleanse or would you be concerned about that? Yeah, anybody anybody can cleanse. I mean, I wouldn't recommend a child cleansing. So yep. as you get older, your liver decreases in, in its ability to cleanse itself properly. So, yes, you're going to, as you get older, need to cleanse more often. Yep. As a child, usually they don't need it it's more you're going to look more at the production of toxins so to make sure that they don't have an intake of toxins more than anything but when you get to let's say uh you can start at at 20s your 20s you can start cleansing all the way up to to the end basically okay yeah depending on your level of toxins a little bit like you were saying Mm -hmm. you can cleanse from one to four times a year so someone who has very very careful with with their lifestyle can go once a year. And then someone who has, let's say, a caffeine, alcohol every day, they're on medication, uh, they work in an environment with, with a lot of chemicals or hairstylist or painter yeah. or mechanic, those are going to go to four times a year. And if somebody were taking a cleanse, what sort of side effects or, you know, would you expect them to have or, you know, how would it make them feel? There's not much, honestly. During the cleanse itself, you, you shouldn't feel very different. It's not a purge. So again, your goal is not to, to, to tax your body into eliminating as much toxins as possible. Right. right. It's not a competitive yeah. sport. There's no, there's, <laughs> exactly. there's no winning or losing. You don't have to like, you know, you don't have to purge yourself of all these fluids in order to win the cleanse, right? Exactly. Yeah. So people have to take out of their idea that they only need to do this once and then eliminate everything. It's actually much better for you to, for you to do it slowly over a longer period of time or more often mm-hmm. than creating like diarrhea or vomiting or intense pain or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, if you have those symptoms, it's because you have, you're trying to lay in too many toxins at the same time. 
Okay. And so you really have to reduce the pathology or whatever you're doing to get barely any symptoms. That's what's considered enough. But what sort of symptoms could there be? You can have like a light headache, pimples. Those are normal ones. That's pretty much it. There's not much. I mean, you will have a lot of, of uh, effects. So, for example, yeah, okay. if you're doing a liver cleanse, yeah. you'll feel that say, if you have bad breasts, that's usually within two to three days of the cleanse, that's going to go away. Hmm. Like we talked before, so weight, energy, good ones. Uh, because of the hormones, uh, your acne will reduce. Uh, so, and some people will eliminate completely. You will break down alcohol much easier, so less hangovers. You have uh, an effect on the vitamins and minerals, so much better skin, hair as well are going to get better. If you're going into a kidney cleanse, then you're looking more at the effect of water retention or, or puffiness in the extremities, so all that's going to go away. If you have a lot of UTIs, mm-hmm. you reduce the possibility of having a UTI, yeah. Okay. And is that how we know that a cleanse has worked, what you've just described? Yes, exactly. So if you, you're getting, so it might not happen within the cleanse. Okay. Usually cleanses from 10 to 20 days, usually not that much longer. So after 10 days, you should have all the, what I just mentioned. Okay. So, so let's say for argument's sake, you did a cleanse and then 10 to 20 days later, you're not noticing those changes. Does that mean you should do another cleanse right away or should you perhaps wait a while before doing the next one? It's not recommended for you to do another cleanse right away. So usually it's four times a year. So you're trying to do at least three months between your two cleanses. Okay. But yes, that means that you probably can go with a stronger cleanse. Okay. So you're getting accustomed or you're, you're, the amount of toxins that are being eliminated is not enough or not enough. Just, yeah, okay. Exactly. So you would have to go for more. Yeah. All right. We have time for one more question. And that is, how do you know to, how to choose the right cleanse? Like, what are some of the things that you need to think about? Okay. So, because you're eliminating toxins, obviously, you don't want to put toxins in your body at the same time. So, you're staying away from anything that has uh, preservatives, pesticides, chemicals. So, you're looking for something organic. One thing, too, if you're taking, usually it's in the form of a liquid form. Mm-hmm. Some companies use alcohol extractions for their plants. So in order to turn their plants into liquid form, they use alcohol extraction, and that is actually very taxing for the body. So it's better to look for water extraction. Okay. And also another important point is you don't want to have a sweetener in it. So unfortunately, cleanses are very bitter in taste. Yep. Good cleanses taste, I won't say horrible, but they're not fun to take. Right. But that's because it affects the liver. So that's how the liver gets activated right yes exactly activated thank you so you're looking for a bitter dark greens and that those are the best for the liver so unfortunately if there's sweeteners you're cutting that effect and you're actually reducing the capacity of your your cleanse the other thing i could tell you is maybe the plants so you have baldo black radish artichoke is very good dandelion roots so a lot of people eat the dandelion leaves like in salads but the root is actually the one that has the nicest ingredients for the liver so dandelion roots milk tizzle is very popular and rosemary fantastic well uh really appreciate you coming on the show today and explaining all this for us no problem that was alexander leon we have to take a short break but when we return we'll discuss dispelling nutrition myths for canadians living with diabetes on the tonic NutriPure is a Canadian company which formulates and manufactures natural health supplements over and above industry standards. 
Since 1989, it set itself apart by providing a line of products that not only reduce symptoms but target the causes of specific health conditions. In addition to its offering of superior products, NutriPure has always been there for its clientele with around-the-clock customer service led by health professionals. Reach out to their experts on social media and ask about their cleansing programs. Flexobile and Hepatol for liver health, Intestfibe for colon, and Ingest for kidney. NutriPure, your health is their commitment. If you have diabetes, why prick your finger when you can scan instead? With the Freestyle Libre Flash Glucose Monitoring System, you can check anytime, anywhere by simply scanning the sensor on the back of your upper arm. The convenient, discreet, easy way to help you better manage your diabetes. And it's covered by most insurers. Learn more at freestylelibre.ca. The Freestyle Libre Flash Glucose Monitoring System is indicated for measuring interstitial fluid glucose levels in adults age 18 years and older with diabetes mellitus. Always read and follow the label. This is The Tonic on Zoomer Radio. Hailing from Quebec, Maha Saad began her career in 2007. She currently serves her diabetes community as a registered dietitian, certified diabetes educator, and certified pump trainer. Over the last seven years, Maha has tailored her experience through her clinical diabetes work at health centers in Quebec and Ontario, where she's been developing nutrition plans and counseling individuals who are living with diabetes. Um, Maha also holds motivational interviews and group and individual sessions to assist her clients in gaining more knowledge and confidence and how to best manage their diabetes. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and your experience as a registered dietitian? Yes, uh, I've been, like you said, uh, you said seven years, but it's been longer than that. I've been working with um, chronic disease population, uh, specifically type 1 and type 2 diabetes. I've seen it all. I've worked with uh, patients uh, on pumps, on insulin, on oral medication, and helped them balance, you know, uh, healthy food and what they like to eat with uh, the fact we need to control their blood sugar at the same time. So this is what I try as a professional, and I take it personally because it's it's hard to keep eating what we like and uh, to keep uh, food as a pleasure, but at the same time control a health condition. So uh, I try my best at that level. So uh, yeah, this is what I offer to my patients. Why do you think it's important for people to pay attention to their nutrition? Because we have to um, consider our body like a machine. And this machine needs nutrients and needs fuel to be able to function properly. And that we get it from food. So the choices we make, uh, and that's why we insist on nutrition, is to get all the systems in our body functioning properly. Now, so we get vitamins, minerals, you know, the basics, protein, fat, carbohydrates. So we talk about elements, but us as dietitians, we are going to translate that into food for those, for the patients, for the population, for them to get what's needed for a basic functioning body and to avoid developing any sort of problems or diseases. Now, if we get to a point where we have a condition, we have a chronic condition or disease like type 2 diabetes, then food becomes a treatment, like medication. It becomes a treatment to be able to help 
control that condition and uh, avoid uh, having complications and getting it worse. So this is the part where I provide assistance and help for my clients and patients. Those with diabetes, do they have to be especially careful about what they're eating? So we, we have to understand that each condition, there is triggers. Okay, and with uh, type 2 diabetes or type 1 diabetes, but I'm going to focus more on type 2 diabetes, what happens is when we eat certain food, and specifically what we call carbohydrates, if it's good carbohydrates or bad carbohydrates, so it doesn't matter. It could be from fruits or it could be from milk or it could be from chips. doesn't matter. The end result, the blood sugar is going to rise. And this is where... Uh, I help my patients uh, try to find a balance. Okay, we need some fruits, we need some milk, we need the healthy carbohydrates, but at the same time, not with the expense of a higher blood sugar. And this is where the Abbott's Freestyle Libre system that monitors glucose helps us choose our food. So it helps say, oh, okay, when I eat, uh, I don't know, this kind of pasta, my blood sugar rises more than when I eat uh, whole wheat pasta, okay? So white pasta versus whole wheat pasta. And this is very helpful for uh, people to see live, oh, okay, when I eat uh, brown rice, it's not the same thing when I eat uh, white rice. My blood sugar doesn't rise the same way uh, as uh, one versus the other. And at the same time, oh, if I combine it with some protein and, uh, and some fibers from the vegetables, well, my blood sugar doesn't react the same way as if I eat only the rice alone. So this is where we try and do experiments with uh, my uh, patients to see which food suits them more. Again, keeping in mind that we're choosing the food they like to eat. What can people do to improve or monitor their nutritional intake? So usually we start basically with the plate, with the healthy plate. Mm-hmm. So half of the plate, and I need to pre- uh, put it precision on the fact that for general population with no health uh, conditions, we have the new uh, Canadian Food Guide with the plate, mm-hmm. okay? Half of it is fruits and vegetables, one quarter is uh, whole wheat, whole grains, and the other half is protein. Now, for people living with diabetes, it's not the same thing. There's a rearrangement in this plate, and half of it should be vegetables. So usually I insist on variety of vegetables to get all our minerals and vitamins that we need. And so they can choose whatever they want to eat. So usually I ask my patients to do a list of vegetables they love to eat. And then we'll go from there. It could be salads, it could be soups, it could be integrated in the rice. So there's so many ways we can, you know, integrate vegetables because this is the weak spot. Then uh, one quarter of the plate, it could be grains. So usually we aim for whole wheat brown rice uh, or whole wheat pasta, uh, whole wheat bread, uh, and quinoa, barley. You know, there's a variety of uh, of whole grain uh, food. And then the protein, of course, it 
could be uh, uh, eggs, cheese, meat, fish, chicken. Uh, and we're aiming na- nowadays more and more for the ve- uh, vegetarian protein. So uh, nuts and seeds, tofu, any soya protein, so and legumes like chickpeas, lentils, beans. So we're aiming for that because it improves cardiovascular health. So this is one of the tools is uh, the plate, and then we'll, we go from there. We adapt based on what the patient or the client likes to eat or doesn't like to eat, and then the effect on the body and the freestyle libre uh, system that monitors the blood uh, the glucose levels help us and guide us to see which combination work with which which combination so a food and to get a better uh, blood glucose control now i have other uh, it depends on the level where we are what we tried what worked what didn't work then we can try uh, food apps other uh, you know, there's multiple applications that we can use to help monitor food intake and nutritional intake. So, but this is like a different level, and I have to, uh, like a dietitian, should be in the picture to guide and uh, to guide the, the person. So, if we're eating nutritiously, does that mean we have to stop eating our favorite foods? And and specifically, people with diabetes, are they able to eat what they want? Their favorites. So this is a tricky question, and and now we have those new systems like the free the freestyle libre uh, system that helps us decide. Okay, can I eat some chips? How much can I eat? When can I eat it? Is it in the evening? In the afternoon? So that guides us with the food that we like. Okay, because usually the food, our favorite food, is not the food that the dietitian recommends. Right. So usually, yeah. it's, that's the sad know, truth. Yeah. Yes, and you know what? I'm a human too, and I I like ice cream. So people, it's it's normal. We have to food stays as a pleasure in life, and we have to integrate it in our daily routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying we're going to, I'm going to recommend eating chips every night, but let's say uh, my my patient tells me oh, on a Saturday evening, I would like to have some. Well, we will try to integrate those foods. We will remodel some of the, you know, I don't know, let's say I'm going to give an example. Someone says, oh, I have a birthday and I'm, I want to eat a cake. Well, we can try to reduce on the rice and on the bread and we can put the cake instead while you leave the fibers from the vegetables and the meat, the protein, to help digest and slow down the digestion of the sugar that comes in the cake. So there's ways to help us integrate, uh, you know, the food we like. And we have the technology that helps us monitor that and, and try to find the right amount at the right time. We have time for one last question, and and that is, where can listeners go for more information about uh, nutrition? So usually in Quebec, I recommend uh, Diabète Quebec. Mm -hmm. They have uh, wonderful tools. And in Ontario, it's uh, Diabetes Canada. They have also wonderful tools uh, that answers most of the diabetes and nutrition questions. 
If you're interested in the Abbott's Freestyle Libre Flash Glucose Monitoring System, there is the myfreestyle.ca. People can go and have some information on that. And I want to put an accent on the fact that the tools out there are excellent, but at the same time, sometimes you need the the help of of a specialized dietitian because we need to take into consideration the food with the medication taken, uh, and I have to sometimes adapt the food for the medication that the patient is taking to be able to have less side effects so that I need people to keep that in mind. It's important too. So it doesn't replace the dietitian. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. That was Maha Sahad. We have to take a short break, but when we return, we'll discuss reclining chairs on The Tonic. The Tonic is brought to you by Purely Natural. Their Liquid Greens Chlorophyll is the only line of soluble, grit-free, and great-tasting greens on the market. Liquid Greens can easily be mixed with your favorite drink to provide a sustained, natural boost of energy to help you get through your day. There's unflavored, which is great with orange juice. The mint flavor is cool and refreshing. Dark chocolate has all the health benefits of a salad, but with a great chocolate taste. And for that extra detox boost, try activated charcoal and mint. Enjoy the energy. Enjoy the detox. Enjoy the great taste. Purely natural, liquid greens. Jack Nathan Health offers Canadians convenient care with 74 multidisciplinary clinics located within Walmart stores. The largest ever Jack Nathan Health Medical Centre is now open in Vaughan, Ontario at 8300 Highway 27. The new 8300 square foot clinic offers integrated services for the whole family, including family medicine, physiotherapy and chiropractic, chronic pain management, massage and a registered dietitian. There's also an on-site Dynacare blood laboratory plus same-day referrals, walk-in appointments and a new annual health assessment option. Jack Nathan Health is a one-stop shop for proactive health management. For more information, visit jacknathanhealth.com. Does the fear of losing control keep you awake at night? Enjoy better sleep on something you can control. The Supreme Adjustable Bed by Ultramatic. Customize your back, leg, neck, and lumbar positions with push-button control for relief of back pain, arthritis, and sleep apnea. The Supreme. Take back control of your life. Try Ultramatic's Supreme Adjustable Bed for 100 nights, risk-free. Learn more at ultramatic.ca. Elevate your sleep. You're listening to The Tonic on Sumer Radio. Adar Shah nurtured the rise of Ultramatic, the iconic Canadian brand of adjustable beds and maker of delightful wellness products. He received his bachelor's degree in engineering at Cornell University, graduating magna cum laude in 1999. After graduation, Adarsh joined the Monitor Group, a Cambridge-based strategy consulting company. He worked for them in Toronto, New York, and Mumbai on various corporate strategy, market entry, and merger and acquisition projects. He's a proud Torontonian, having lived here for over 30 years, albeit with a few adventurous years in New York in between. He's also the father of two mischievous girls and a caregiver to his happy, healthy, and wine-loving parents. Welcome back to the show, Adarsh. How are you? I'm great. It's been a while, but uh, good to be back. Yeah, we're venturing into new territory. And typically we talk about beds, but we're not talking about beds today, right? We're, we're going to talk about something else? That's right. Why not 
talk about sitting instead of sleeping for a while. Yeah, and and you know everybody has their favorite place to sit. You know, in in my house, there's a corner of one of our couches, and everybody knows whether they're there first or not. That's actually my seat, and I think I think a lot of people have their favorite seats and where they want to go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the, the funny thing is that we actually do end up sleeping often where we end up sitting. I think I think that is true. So, do you do you hear from a lot of people that they're they're spending their night sleep in chairs as opposed to beds? Yeah, I mean, and it's not just many people. I'm I'm sure you and I are both guilty of it once in a while. You yeah. know, after a heavy meal or binging on maybe one too many Netflix shows, I, I've done it. Certainly, falling asleep on on the couch when I'm not Netflixing and chilling, quote unquote. Yes, that's true. I've been known to fall asleep. Is that okay? Is it okay if we if, if we fall asleep in a chair? You know what? It, it, for a lot of people, it's not even a, a choice. Um, you know, for someone like like for us, perhaps, um, and for many, it's the convenience of not having to move. But yeah. some people just can't sleep in a conventional bed, and they have to turn to a recliner as a solution. You know, some people have respiratory problems and just breathe better sleeping with their head uh, in an upright position, uh, sitting upright. Mm-hmm. I hear this a lot from people suffering from sleep apnea, which you probably know is a yeah. condition where sleep is interrupted due to due to uh, oxygen deprivation but uh, even people who have acid reflux and people with cardiac issues people with osteoarthritis and spinal stenosis are often even advised by their doctors to sleep in a recliner so it's not very uncommon I've had circumstances where I've hurt myself after exercising and it's uncomfortable to lie down, perhaps on my shoulders or back, and I've had to sort of prop myself up in order to get some sleep. So, you know, it could be a temporary circumstance too, yeah? Yeah, uh, you know, but there is, um, you know, you asked me earlier, is it um, healthy? Yeah. Or is it it advisable? Yeah. Yeah, so some people have no choice, but if you do have a choice, you know, try to, it is advisable to sleep horizontally in your bed um, if possible. Yes. Um, you know, after a day of being vertical, standing or sitting, our spinal discs get compressed and we need uh, to sleep horizontally at some point to allow that fluid to return back into the spinal discs. Okay. So I think, I think what you're saying is it's, you know, if you can, you should be sleeping in a bed, but if you can't, for various reasons, there are other options. So let's talk about recliners and the types of recliners there's something called a power recliner what is that yeah so power recliner it uh i think it's a it's a fancy way to to say that it's a recliner uh which has motors inside of it okay and they actually look like traditional recliners but hidden under the fabric and upholstery are these electric motors which quietly can glide you into a variety of positions with a with a push of a button, and can even help you uh, assist you into moving into a standing position if you have issues with your legs. Oh, so it can help with mobility then? Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, they've got the basic features of allowing you to recline the back, elevate the footrest, but this you know uh, lifting feature actually raises the entire seat at an angle and allows you to move from a sitting to a standing position a lot easier without any help. Okay. 
Now, do these power recliners help us sleep or help our overall health in general? They do. They do. I mean, you know, from the you know just from the basic idea of uh, having the right posture. You know, we've we've been scolded as kids yeah. uh, many times to have the right posture, yeah, and there is, there is a truth to that because a, a healthy spine leads to uh, all kinds of improved health. Okay, but, I, um, I, I just sat up a little straighter when you said that. So, <laughs> so thank you. We, we all probably did. Yeah, I think um, so. And you, you know, it truly feels better as well. Some of these uh, the newest chairs feature this feature and motor, special motor called the lumbar booster, which further supports your lower back mm-hmm. and really makes you feel a lot better, stretches out that back muscle. Um, and these days, and, and you know, when we can't go out and get a massage, that, that it feels really good to have that, uh, that support for the lower back. So do these recliners help you with your sleep? They can. So, you know, there is a, a specific position called the zero gravity position. Okay, and um, you can actually get chairs today with uh, where you just press a button and it's pre-programmed into the chair. And what it does, it it elevates your feet to the same level as your chest and reclines your back so that you are not completely horizontal but are slightly um, elevated as well. And that serves two purposes: one, it enables your heart to pump easier. Because it puts your basically your blood flow at that same horizontal level, and it allows you to breathe easier uh, because your chest is elevated and your and your airways are are open. So it's great for breathing, great for blood flow, great for circulation. Okay, are there lifestyle benefits to having a chair like this? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, you and I have already talked about you know spending a lot more time. These days, watching Netflix. Yeah. So, you know, it becomes an, an, an entertainment, a source of entertainment, or a place of entertainment, really. Not only for watching TV, but also for uh, FaceTiming friends and family, you know, video calls, playing games online. A lot of today's chairs have USB ports built into them. So you can actually uh, have your, your laptop or your tablet right there and be able to relax in peace in, in your chair. Okay, these chairs don't come with fridges or with like, coffee makers, do they? <laughs> that would be the height height of laziness well, there. Well, I'm just saying, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna have the USB port, you may want to speak to somebody higher up. I don't know, Adarsh, <laughs> and, and see see if you can get on that. I'm just putting it out there. I don't know. I, I'm not. I haven't done any market research, but it's possible that a fridge and or a coffee maker maybe maybe the the, the upscale you know, tweak that needs to be done. What, I think certainly there's a, there's a market for that, especially I, if you're watching that football game. I guarantee, fridge. I guarantee you like a beer fridge or a wine fridge, uh, you know, if, if you're particularly a wine fridge, if you're Netflixing and chilling, what should we be looking for in a quality power recliner? So the most important thing is uh, you want to be able to have it fit your room and yeah. fit yourself. Okay. So when, you, when you're looking to make sure it fits your room, you have to measure the location in which you're going to place it in your room and ensure that there's enough space for the chair to fully recline. Right. And for yourself, you want to make sure that uh, the chair fits you such that your feet can touch the ground when you're sitting all the way back in, in the chair. 
So you don't want your feet to be dangling. That's not great for your limbs and your muscles. Right. It's not good for your circulation, right? Exactly. And then you want your back to be supported as well. So you don't want the chair to be too short on your back or too high on the back either. The, the chairs naturally have their upholstery that's supposed to fit the natural curvature of your spine. Do they come in different sizes, like in terms of how high they are off the ground? Like you just mentioned, you don't want your feet dangling. So all- They do. They do. Um, and they're often, called, um, they're often called names like petite or regular or large. Got it. But every manufacturer has a different standard by which they go. Mm-hmm. So it's important that you measure yourself and then request for those measurements from whoever you're buying it from, if you're buying it over the phone or through the Internet. Or when you're in in the store itself to measure those uh, the chair itself. So do they run on uh, electrical? Or are they plugged in, or is it battery? How does it work? Yes, they're plugged in. Some of the chairs have a battery backup in case you have a power outage, but they do plug into a regular wall outlet. And that's a good point that you bring up because when you when you shop for these chairs, the two things that are the most important are the quality of the upholstery mm-hmm. and the electricals. Yes. And so the on the quality of the upholstery, it's the, the type of foam they use, the density of the foam the manufacturer uses, and the quality level of the fabric. Yep. And with the electricals, have to ensure that there is a sufficient uh, warranty on the electricals so that the chair is supported in case anything were to happen. And what would be a good warranty for a chair like this, typically? Seven years is seems to be the uh, the best warranty out there, okay. and um, you know everyone knows the the Lazy Boy brand. Yep. But there are some great Canadian companies to 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 look at. They're great quality, made here in Canada. At Ultramatic, we carry the Elrand brand, Golden, and Ultra Comfort. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you very much for having me. That was Adar Shaw. We have to take a short break, but when we return, we'll discuss the new superfoods on The Tonic. I'd like to give a shout out to our new sponsor, Omega Alpha. This company is 100% Canadian owned. Their team consists of allopathic and naturopathic doctors, nutritionists, researchers, and other scientific professionals, all led by their CEO, Dr. Gordon Chang. Formulations are created on their 40,000-square-foot facility located in Toronto. Omega Alpha uses only the highest quality ingredients to manufacture the most efficacious yet price-friendly nutraceuticals. For more information about Omega Alpha, visit OmegaAlphaInc.com. The Big Carrot is a worker-owned natural food market that's been committed to local, organic, non-GMO, and sustainable food systems since 1983. They're a one-stop shop offering produce, grocery, bulk, body care, and holistic dispensary. The juice and smoothie bars and kitchens serve up hundreds of healthy dishes and drinks daily. Building community is at the core of their vision, which they deliver through education, outreach, and giving. They want everyone to share in the goodness they offer. Visit their website for more information at thebigcarrot.ca. Hi, I'm Jamie Buston. I'm not only the host of the Tonic Talk Show and podcast, I'm also the publisher of Tonic Magazine. Tonic's a health and wellness publication distributed with the Globe and Mail to each and every home subscriber in Toronto, west of Victoria Park. And it can be found free on racks at over 100 locations across the GTA. You can learn more about Tonic Magazine at tonictoronto.com. Hey, 
If you like the Tonic Talk Show, check out the new look of Tonic Magazine. This is The Tonic on Zoomer Radio. Dr. Emily Lipinski graduated from the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine in Toronto and is a member of the Ontario Association of Naturopathic Doctors. While in the academic world, Emily became fascinated with the potential applications of naturopathic medicine in health and wellness. She strongly believes in addressing the root cause of a medical issue and using natural therapies either alone or in conjunction with conventional Western medicine. Welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. I'm excited about today's show because we're going to talk about superfoods, but, you know, we're not going to talk about blueberries and broccoli and almonds because we've all sort of, we all know those three and several others. We've got some new ones to talk about, yeah? Yes, absolutely. So where do you want to start? Do you want to start, like, what are superfoods or you want to start, just get right into it and tell us about the newest, hottest superfood? Let's get right into it because I think a lot of people are familiar with the whole idea and concept of superfoods. So let's start with duckweed. Okay, what is duckweed? <laughs> So this is something actually that I noticed in the store, oh, maybe in October, November, and I saw it in a protein powder. And my initial thought was, what exactly, what the heck is duckweed? And it turns out that it's a plant that kind of is from, looks like the lily pad. It grows in water. And we have two, like, smaller to medium-sized studies where participants took this duckweed powder in conjunction with a few other dietary changes and they found that it lowers blood glucose levels so it may be good for diabetics and it also helps people feel more full and it seems to may increase the potential of weight loss okay so is it a protein powder or is it like a flour like what is it it's sold as a protein powder and that's where uh, you typically see it is and that's where i saw it in the store where there was the protein powder section and the supplement section. Okay. And are they selling it like across Canada in the stores or is it just rare and hard to find? Or I believe, you know, in the major chain stores that are more geared to health food, I'm sure you could find it there and most likely online as well. Okay. I have not cooked with it. I've not used it. Have you used it before? I haven't, but I hear the taste is okay. And people wow. put it in a pro. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Well, that's a high bar. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they add it to their protein shakes, or I'm sure you could just mix it in with water. And one of the studies that was done was they looked at people that just improved their diet to have a restricted diet. So when we're looking at weight loss with duckweed, so the study looked at three different subgroups of people. The first subgroup, they just said, reduce how much food you eat. The second group, they said, switch to a Mediterranean diet and be careful of portion sizes. And the third group, they said, do a Mediterranean diet plus duckweed. And in the Mediterranean diet plus duckweed, um, the average weight loss after six months was around 12 pounds compared to the other groups, which lost uh, 14 pounds for the Mediterranean only and around eight pounds for just the restriction in calories. Okay. So wait a minute. So the Mediterranean diet did better than the duckweed? The Mediterranean diet with duckweed. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Yes. Is this product from the Mediterranean or where, like, where's duckweed grown? Do you know? You know, I'm not exactly sure. It could be from the Mediterranean, 
but I don't know. I, all I know is that it's very high in protein, so it's it grows kind of in naturally found in ponds, and its protein content is about 43%. Oh, wow. And it also has other minerals and nutrients. But the theory is, is because it's so high in protein, plus these minerals and nutrients, that that's maybe why it contributes to making people feel full. We don't know yet if it's just that satiated sensation that's helping to contribute to weight loss or if there's something else going on that's adding this benefit of weight loss with the duckweed. Got it. Okay, what's the next product? We're going to talk about carob. Well, carob's been around for a long time. A very long time, yeah. About dates back to over 4,000 years in ancient Greece. I remember growing up, for people who couldn't have chocolate, it was a chocolate substitute. And that was me, yep. Is that, is that why you had carob? Like it kind of, it's almost like chocolate. I wouldn't say it kind of looks like chocolate. And, you know, obviously when mixed with some sweetener, you know, you could have it in bars and it would look kind of like chocolate. It wasn't exactly like chocolate, but I get it. It's not. It's not the same, especially if you're a chocolate lover. You know, it's not chocolate, but exactly like you say, if you're going to make some oatmeal chocolate chip cookies and instead of chocolate chips, you put carob chips, which I used a lot growing up that's a lot easier to kind of substitute and get around. So I wasn't aware that it actually had health benefits. So what are the benefits of carob? Well, it has a lot of fiber in it, quite a bit of antioxidants. And unlike chocolate, it has no caffeine. And it also does not contain that substance that chocolate has that can trigger migraines or headaches in people. So... For some migraine and headache sufferers, they know that they can't have chocolate, wine, cheese because of these tyramine-like substances, and carob doesn't contain that. So that's another area where it can shine if you do get headaches from chocolate. Carob might be something you want to try. And so aside from that, it also has quite a few minerals and vitamins a lot of B vitamins, and then trace minerals like copper, magnesium, magnesium, zinc, and selenium. Okay. So what kind of quantities would you have to consume in order to get the health benefits? Like, how would you use it? So I'm not sure if you can actually find any research on the amount of carob that you need to get the benefits, but carob is found, like mentioned before, in carob chips. Uh, that you can also find it in powder. I've seen carob dietary pills sold as a supplement. And you can certainly get carob, like substituted chocolate bars, like carob bars and syrup and extract of carob as well. What would be the third superfood that you want to talk about today? I'd love to talk about breadfruit. What is breadfruit? It is a fruit and it's exactly like it sounds. It tastes like bread especially when it's cooked. And that's what people want. They want <laughs> they want a they want a fruit that tastes like bread. Right? I'm not even sure like I, I know I don't want the reverse. I don't want my bread to taste like fruit, but okay, that, yeah. that sounds weird to me, but okay, go ahead. Let's roll with it. Yeah. Well, I've actually never tried this before. I do have a lot of patients that grew up eating this, especially if they came from the Caribbean islands um, because it's very common there. And traditionally, it is cooked and served with a meal. But now it's starting to, we're, we're seeing a trend where it's being dried and ground into a flour. 
And so it's used as a wheat substitute for gluten-free baking. Okay. And the new study at British Columbia University showed that participants were able to very easily digest this breadfruit flour. And it also is very nutrient-dense and has a low glycemic index. So it may be very good for people with diabetes or people that are trying to control their blood sugar levels. Okay, so so breadfruit, it's a fruit, but it sounds like it's eaten like a starch, like almost like a plantain in terms of... Like it a- is. Okay. It's very starch rich. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. But what you're saying is low on the glycemic index, meaning those with blood sugar issues can, can have it and, and substitutes. And did you say it was gluten free as well? It is. Absolutely. Yes. And I have yet to see the breadfruit flour in stores, but I know that people can find breadfruit if you go to certain Caribbean markets uh, or stores around Toronto and the GTA. And I also have heard that it's often found in no frills. Oh, okay. You mean as, mm-hmm. as like a raw fruit, right? It would still need to be processed to be used? As a raw fruit, and then you just cook it. You oh. just cook it in the oven, and then you typically it's served with a dinner meal with like some fish or some chicken and vegetables. So kind of in place of like a potato starch or a uh, rice starch, you'd have a breadfruit. For my Caribbean listeners, I think ackee and salt cod, I think the ackee is actually breadfruit. I may be wrong about that, but I think... I think, I think you're wrong. Ackee is another type of fruit, the ackee fruit. Oh, okay. I thought it was breadfruit. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, we've I all, mean, we've, we've all, all learned something today. Yeah. You could probably have ackee salt fish with some breadfruit. Okay. If I was so inclined. That sounds like a plan. (laughs) Thanks for coming on the show today. What do you want to talk about next month? Let's talk about micro changes. Micro changes. All right. I think that was a Bowie song. I'm not sure. That was Dr. (laughs) Emily Lipinski. Thanks to all my wonderful guests, Alexandra Leon, Maha Saad, Adar Shah, and Dr. Emily Lipinski. And thank you all for listening to The Tonic. You can listen or download this episode as a podcast with full show notes, contact information for our guests, and links at thetonic.ca. To find out more about the show, you can follow us at The Tonic Talk Show on Instagram or Facebook. For great articles written by amazing health and wellness writers, be sure to pick up your copy of Tonic Magazine. The March-April issue is now available free on racks at over 100 locations across the GTA and delivered with the Globe and Mail to every home subscriber in Toronto, west of Victoria Park. Or you can visit our website at tonictoronto.com. If you're interested in providing feedback or suggesting topics for the show, you can always email me at jamie at tonictoronto.com. Next week on the show, we'll discuss why Canadians with chronic health issues are reluctant to get proactive help during COVID. Letting unpleasant memories hold us back from the now and what's next. The treatment of ankle sprains and mindfulness and external boundaries. Until then, this is Jamie Busson wishing you a healthy and happy week. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.